Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so, so excited to be here today. As you heard, this is our very first episode. And since it is our first episode, I wanted to start off with telling you about what you can expect from our podcast. The Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast is a podcast for our Well Woman Network. We're an online women's health portal where our mission and passion is to bring self-care to the forefront of women's minds and lives through our professional advice, our curated discussions, blog posts, on and offline networking, and everything that we do. We want to create a self-care movement, and we want you to be part of that movement. We see our mission at Well Woman Network as a movement to show you how to improve not only your life, but the lives of others as well. We want to stand beside you, not above you, not below you, but beside you on your health journey, because we feel that your health is a journey. I've been practicing women's health care for over 20-something years, And while I see that self-care is becoming more commonplace these days, it is still sometimes a struggle for most women to create this self-care as a mindset, as a way of being, rather than returning to old habits of always putting others first. Old habits and patterns are sometimes hard to break for even the best of us. We may wish them away, we may want to be better, we may want to be more, but without practical tips and advice, along with creation of new habits, we can remain stuck in the same old place. So that's what I'd love to do for you. I want to bring you practical tips and advice on women's health that will help you to create new habits, but ultimately you have to be the one who creates those new habits. So I wanted to start off today with discussing my version of what I think self-care is. Self-care is about you becoming a better version of yourself so that you can do all the things that you were meant to do in your lifetime, not only just for you, but for all the people in your life. It's about not letting you get lost in the day-to-day and put on the back burner, as I find is the case with most women and a lot of my patients. So for this first episode, I've been pondering writing down some simple self-care tips that I think are very doable and easily implementable. These are by no means ladies absolutes, but I thought they provided a good starting point from which to build upon. So in today's episode, I'm breaking down the idea of self-care into three different um, parts. The first one is going to be all about taking time for you. The second part is going to be about personal organization. And the third part is going to be about incorporating health routines. So let's get started. I've got my glass of lemon water and I'm going to be sipping on it to keep myself hydrated. I've got my um, lavender essential oil because I just love the smell of lavender and it infuses me and it invigorates me. So grab whatever you need to do, but if you're driving, Hold on tight to that wheel. So 
Number one, I want you to first start out by choosing how you start your day. You see, choices are what count the most in life, so I want you to choose wisely. You can choose to start your day grumpy and irritable, or you can choose to start your day grateful that you were given another chance to enjoy life and to become all that you were meant to be. The choice, ladies, is always ours. So I want you to choose to wake up declaring good things, declaring out loud a few things that you're grateful for. And then I want you to see how this daily habit changes not only your day, but your life. I'd also love to see you start your day with positive thoughts, positive affirmations, and definitely positive conversations. So let's dive into topic number one, taking time for you. While most of us might associate being a better person with doing more for others, the truth is, ladies, that you need to take time for yourself in order for you to be that better person, okay? If you're stressed out, you're burned out, you can't possibly be a positive contribution to yourself or to anybody else. Taking time out for yourself is not selfish. Let me repeat that. Taking time out for yourself is not selfish, even though it may be contrary to popular belief. It gives you the opportunity to refresh your own well-being, and that is so important, okay? Me time is important. Once you understand that taking time out for yourself is a contribution to you, then it's time to schedule it. It's so important, ladies, for you to keep integrity to yourself when declaring your me time. Set aside some time daily. Sometimes it may be the same time every day. Sometimes it may need to be different times because that's what life demands on us. But I know if you're like most ladies right now, you're saying to yourself, Michelle, that's just impossible. I'm so busy. But guess what? I know that all of us can find 15 minutes somewhere in our day. And like I said, it may not be the same 15 minutes every day, but I know you can carve out 15 minutes somewhere. Then I want you to, just, I want you to make that time a priority. I want you to dedicate that to yourself. If you don't respect your own personal time, then nobody else is going to. So I want you to put it on your calendar and make it important. So once you've established the amount of time that you think you can take, the set time of day that you think that you can take that time, then I want you to let everyone else know. I want you to put a big do, do not disturb sign on your door, on your back for your kids to see. Come on, ladies, it's only 15 minutes a day for goodness sakes. Everyone will survive without you for a little while. It's really important. Okay. As I mentioned above, I want you to not only choose how you start your day, but I'd also love to see you start a gratitude journal if you already haven't. I know this is no new concept. It's been out there a lot and you may already be doing it, but it really does work, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and just plain at your wits end. Writing down your feelings, even if they're negative, can be a great outlet. If you're writing down negative thoughts though, here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn to give it a fresh spin. And here's an example. You may be going for a promotion at work and you didn't get that promotion. So I want you to say, even though I didn't get the promotion I wanted, I now know what the process is and what I need to work on to better my chances before I put in for the next promotion. Okay. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be in this moment. And I am grateful for the great things to come. You see, it changes the whole perspective of that. And when you change the perspective in your mind, your mind starts now creating new solutions to those questions and those problems on how you can get that promotion for next time. And 
It releases endorphins, feel good things that make you feel better. You see, journaling releases negativity. It releases toxicity from your body, your mind, and your soul. And it can also reset your mindset. So I don't want you just to journal about the negative stuff. I want you to journal about the positive and the good stuff too, because that matters. That matters actually more than the negative stuff. So try to balance it out. But like I said, if you're journaling the negative stuff, you have to put a fresh spin on it. You have to change it into something positive. It's a way of learning. Okay. So moving on with taking time for yourself. The next thing that I want you to learn is how to keep positive people close to you and to get the negative people the heck out of your bubble. You see, positive people can help you become better. They can help you soar and be greater. Negative people, well, they're just not really good for anything. Now, I know this may be hard as some of those negative people can be our employers, they can be our coworkers, and a lot of times they're even our family members. So you may, be, you, not may, you may not be able to get rid of them entirely, but you can definitely learn to keep them at a distance. Sometimes negative people don't even know that they're being negative. So here's what you may want to do. Maybe you can gently let them know that their negativity is affecting you. And maybe it will help them become more positive, which in turn will make them more of a positive person for you and you won't have to keep them at a distance. So it helps two people. Okay. Too many of us ladies don't want to speak up as we feel that it's going to hurt someone else's feelings. But who does it really hurt in the end if we're not speaking up and not talking to other people about how they're affecting us? It's hurting us. And I truly believe that it's also hurting them because it's keeping them in a place that they may not want to be at, but they may not even know that they're at. So speak up, learn that art of great communication. Next is I want you to think, about your mind. We're moving into that space. Your mind is a precious thing. So I want you to choose your filters wisely. Just like I want you to choose how you start your day. Just like I want you to start journaling. I want you to think about all the things that you incorporate in your day that revolve around negativity. You see, if you daily dive into negative stories, watch the negative news all the time, and you get involved in the negative gossip at your job or wherever you're at, you will most likely end up in the negative space. And who wants to be in the negative space, right? So I want you to choose what books you read, what music you listen to, and what television you let in. Choose to be positive and spread positivity. And speaking of music, did you know that uplifting music will change your brainwaves and fast music will give you an adrenaline boost? Yeah, that's right, an adrenaline boost. So when you're feeling down, I want you to pop on some dance tunes or put in the put on the CD or Turn up your radio and I want you to watch how quickly your mood changes when you're listening to some great music. Next, I want you to find things to smile about and laugh about each and every day as these two things release serotonin, which is a feel-good neurotransmitter in your brain. And when you smile, you're actually using so many more muscles, which decreases wrinkles in our face than when you frown and you'd have a bad expression. So turn that frown upside down into a smile. I know it's an old added cliche, but I thought it was appropriate. Then I want you to be the person that you envision. If you're seeking a mate in life, or if you want to attract more success, or you want to be healthier, then be the person that you envision successfully reaching those goals. Be someone who sets goals, takes risks, and faces challenges with grace and joy. While it may be uncomfortable at first, the more you practice, ladies, the closer you will 
you'll get to becoming that successful person or that healthier person that you want to become. Let's move into topic number two, personal organization. Part of taking care of yourself, ladies, is to get yourself organized for your mind's sake, but also so that you have a lot more me time. I want you to set up a filing system, get a calendar and keep it updated throughout your unnecessary junk. In other words, declutter your personal space on a regular basis. Like they say, a cluttered area equals a cluttered mind. Once this initial work is done, then all you have to do is keep it maintained. And you know what? If you don't want to do it yourself, there are personal organizers out there that you can hire. And if you don't want to hire them, then hire one of your kids. I'm sure they'll be glad to help you get rid of all your junk and get paid for it at the same time. Next is I want you to chunk your time into sections and give yourself an allotted time frame for whatever you're going to be doing that day and stick to it. Have you ever started cleaning out your closet in the bedroom and somehow found yourself cleaning the kitchen, only return to the bedroom and find that it's still a mess? You're not alone. I've done that several times. So I want you to give yourself 30 minutes to clean out the closet and then when the time is up, move on to the next item on your agenda. Do this at work, at home, with your health and with your fitness. Ah, now we're going to talk about the lovely cell phone, which for me is both good and bad. So for the good part is I want you to use the timer on your cell phone to time your task, whether it's running errands, cleaning house, making phone calls, or the amount of time that you spend on social media. You see, ladies, knowing how long you generally spend on these tasks can help you greatly see where you can make time improvements, which can help reduce stress. And again, what we're talking about, giving yourself more me time, which improves your overall self-care. You can also, ladies, use your cell phone for reminders. You can set up calendars for birthdays, appointments, or even remembering to go exercise. So set up your bills to be paid automatically. It's one less thing that you have to worry about. And then I want you to research online ahead of time for the, where you're going to get the best deals, coupons before you go shopping, or you're going to go to the mall or whatever. Because when you have all that stuff right in front of you, it causes less stress. But here's another tip with grocery shopping and with those coupons and stuff. Don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. You'll end up spending a lot more money. Trust me. Then I want you to look at apps. I love apps. I've got a ton of them on my phone because setting up an app helps you to declutter, declutter, de-stress, and get more organized all at the same time. Right now, my favorite app is I have a meditation app because I have really been struggling and wanting to try to get meditation down and incorporate it into my life. So I downloaded an app and at 5.30 every night, it buzzes off and tells me that I need to meditate at six o'clock. And I only meditate for 10 minutes because I said, I can do this for 10 minutes. I'm not going to say I'm going to sit there and meditate for an hour because I know that I'm not going to do that. So I set myself up for success initially, start with 10 and work from there. There is an app for anything. There's apps for recipes, exercise, you name it. So download some of those that are interesting for you and look at them, use them. They're great resources. Don't have them just take up space on your home screen. Now here's to the negative point that I want to talk about cell phones. We spend way too much time connected to our cell phones, our computers, to technology in general. And while I think technology is great, we just need to learn not to get caught up in it all the time. We need to take a break from technology and unplug from our social devices every now and again. You know, ladies, if you want to be a better you, and I know that you do, you need to connect in real life with people. 
You need to see faces, hear voices, and be around friends. So unplug, get out there and have date nights with your husband, make friend connections, have girls night out and do it often. It will do your health a world of good. Now I want you to learn how to schedule your time wisely. And we're going to start talking about goals here because I think goals are great, but goals can also be a big distraction. So I want you to learn how to set attainable goals. And we've, again, these are no new things, ladies, but I'm just reminding you here. When you set attainable goals, you're, you can reach them easier. It's great to have great big goals, but break those big goals into smaller attainable ones so that you can work towards them. Because when you complete these smaller goals, you're going to feel much more accomplished and you're going to feel much more motivated to keep moving towards the big one. For instance, doing this podcast was a big goal for me, but I had to break it down into smaller goals, like getting the right equipment, which at first was a bit costly, so I had to save up for it. Then I had to take a few lessons on how to set up the recording, and then I had to figure out how to set up the teachings and what worked best for me. So I deep dived into a lot of other podcasts, listened to what other people were doing, and then came up with a plan of action for me. And here we are, podcast episode number one. Is it perfect? No, but I'm doing it and improvement will be made along the way. Improvement, get that ladies, starting it and moving is the, is the key, get going. So if you have a big goal, no matter what it is, I want you to get an accountability partner. I cannot stress how much I love accountability partners. When you know that you have to answer to somebody else other than yourself and that somebody else is watching your progress, you're gonna work that much harder so that you don't disappoint them so much, but more importantly, so you don't disappoint yourself. And it's great that they are there to kind of go over things and tell you, no, you're getting off track, get back on track. And the best part is it's so wonderful to have somebody there on the sidelines cheering you on as you move towards these goals. I just love it. So I highly, highly recommend accountability partners. I have several of them. I'm in several masterminding community things. I just love it. Because like I said, when you, when you know that somebody else, you're going to have to be reporting to them on a weekly, monthly basis, you get your ass in gear and you're moving there faster. So lastly, under this section on getting organized, I want you to really learn the power of saying no. And I've talked about this on Facebook a lot. Because saying no, while it's difficult at first, it can get easier over time. And it's such, it's such a positive thing. No isn't a negative thing. It's a positive thing. Because when you say no to certain things that are not going to help you reach your destination, you free up yourself to allow the flow of all those other things that you want to come in your life, which is a lot healthier and it makes for your life to be much more productive. So learn the art of saying no. Okay, so last section, ladies, is we're going to be moving into how to incorporate healthy routines. We need to never forget the importance of health. And you're never going to forget that with me because that's what I'm all about. Keeping fit and healthy is your responsibility. Let me say that again. Keeping fit and healthy is ultimately your responsibility. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I can give you practical advice and tips, but you need to be the one that incorporates it and creates new habits. And it doesn't have to be expensive or hard, contrary to popular belief. You don't have to spend hours at the gym. You don't have to buy expensive food or go on any kind of crazy diet. You can simply do simple, small things that are incorporated every day that can cause great change, like Darren Hardy says with the compounding effect. I just love that man. So like I said, it can be as simple as a power walk a day. But here's the catch, lady. It's, it doesn't matter what it is. It matters how you do it. Consistency is the key. 
being consistent with whatever you choose is what compounds it over time to add up to big effects. All right, so moving on to a little bit about nutrition. We're not going to deep dive into that because we are going to be getting into that a lot on every health topic that we talk about. But I wanted you to know, and this is my big, big thing, you only have one body, so how you treat it, how you feed it is up to you. A happy body needs the proper nutrition for brain power and for overall health. So simply here for this introductory episode, I want you to avoid foods that drag your body down. And we know what those are. Carbs, starches, sugars, all those nasty things that do nothing for our body. And I want you to start putting good food in your body. Because when you eat right, you feel great. And like I said, we are going to be getting into that topic in a big way in future podcasts. So... I want you to also know that it's not just about what you eat, it's about how you eat. So I want you to take your time. I want you to slow down and I want you to sit down. No more dining on the dash, grab and go, eating standing up, any of that kind of stuff. It is all so bad for your digestion. I want you to sit down and start to enjoy the food that you're eating. And then I want you to wait a few minutes before you dash off so that you can digest the food that you've just eaten. It's important for proper digestion and proper digestion leads to gut health, which again, we're going to be getting into big time in future episodes and in our blog stuff. So sit down, take your time to eat. The next thing I want you to talk about is taking a few minutes of power time that I call each day to just close your eyes and take a few minutes to deep breathe. And I want you to do this for 15 minutes, okay? Because 15 minutes can refresh your creativity, your mood, and your focus. So you can either go out to your car for 15 minutes, you can sit in front of your desk, you can just shut your eyes, and you can just deep breathe, and you can regain your composition. Because a lot of times, most of us aren't sleeping really well at night. So during the day, we're kind of tired. And this 15-minute, I call it power nap, type of thing. And I know why it's, it's not really a nap. It's a power 15 minutes can really get you back to where you need to be. And we're going to be talking about insomnia as well. So the last part that I want to end on is I want you to drink a glass of water before you go to bed so that you hydrate your body and help flush out the toxins during the night. Then again, in the morning, I want you to drink another glass of water, but this time with a bit of lemon juice or apple cider vinegar, and you can sweeten it with a little bit of honey. The first thing before you eat or drink anything else, And this is going to help to kickstart your organs in that detoxifying process, which is going to help your health greatly down the line. Okay, so we talked about today a lot about self-care. We talked about three areas of self-care. Number one, take time for yourself. Number two, getting personally organized. And number three, incorporating health routines. All of these ladies are going to help us be the best version of ourselves. Because we all want that, don't we? So by incorporating some of the tips that we just went over, you're going to be on your way to a more balanced, focused, and energized life. And when you feel balanced, you feel better about yourself and everything that you do and everyone else around you is going to notice. So there you have it, ladies. We talked about self-care in a very simple manner, and we're going to be diving into a lot of different subjects um, in future episodes. But I just wanted to end this today with, with just great gratitude in my heart. 
And I want to thank you so much. You can hear it in my voice for joining me for this first episode because I'm really proud of this and I have a big mission to accomplish out there and um, you're all a part of that mission. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I wanted you to know that all of our episodes, future episodes, will be focusing on topics that lead you to a healthier lifestyle so that you can show up and be the best version of you, brimming with health and with joy. I want you to see your health journey as joyful. That is one of my biggest things. So I want to say blessings. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and bye for now.